Hey, this is Rob Casey with Go Send Me Global, bringing another missions moment to you today. Today we're talking a little bit about a comparison of a New Testament passage and an Old Testament passage and how they're really linked together into something quite profound for us in the mission world. So in Matthew chapter 9, verse 13, we have this incredible response of Jesus to the way the Pharisees were treating sinners. And he tells them, go and learn what this means. I desire mercy more than sacrifice, or I desire compassion more than sacrifice. So there's an interesting word that's used here in the New Testament, and it refers back to a quote from Hosea chapter 6, verse 6, where God is responding to the way that the people are treating one another and also him and says, I desire loyalty more than sacrifice. So there's an interesting word usage here, and the translation into the Septuagint did some interesting things as well. But the bottom line here is that we see a difference in basically who the audience is. In Hosea chapter 6, verse 6, we seem to be getting a sense that God is talking about how he is treated. And yet in Matthew chapter 9, verse 13, we seem to be hearing that Jesus is talking about how the sinners are treated. And it's a very interesting comparison. I really believe this all kind of comes together when we take a look at what 1 John has to say about it. Let's take a look at the passage real quick. So, in this is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us. Let's remember that and send his son to be the propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought also to love one another. No one has beheld God at any time. If we love one another, God abides in us and his love is perfected in us. By this we know that we abide in him and he in us because he's given us of his spirit. So the interesting idea here is that if God really is in us, then the love of God ought to abide in us as well. In fact, it also says that no one can say he loves God and also hate his brother. You can't love God who you haven't seen and hate your brother who you have seen. It doesn't make any sense. And so we have this word in the Hebrew, hesed, for the loving kindness, the steadfast loving kindness of God. And God is talking, in a sense, about how they are doing all this sacrificial stuff. They're performing the traditions and the ceremonies of the law, and yet they don't have a heart for God. And it's demonstrated by the way they end up treating one another, even though they're doing all the stuff that their law requires, so to speak. And here Jesus now responds to a group of Pharisees who, in a very similar fashion, seem to really get the law and care about the law, but yet don't treat others with the mercy and compassion and steadfast love that God really demands. Because the greatest command is to love God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, with all your strength, and the second is likened to it, and that is to love your neighbor as you love yourself. Jesus later augments this or amends this command. Certainly the lawgiver has the right to do that. In fact, he even perfects it. And then he says in John 13, 34 and 35, a new command I give to you that you love one another as I have loved you. And by this, all the world will know that you're my disciples if you have love one for another. So we find that it's both. And, isn't it, that the manner in which I am responding to the love God has for us, the hesed of God received, is the love and the mercy and the forgiveness, the gospel that I have to give to others. And so what I find here, oddly enough, is that we in missions can get a little bit like 
Israel and the Pharisees in these passages, in that we can get wrapped up in all the things people expect us to do as missionaries, all the traditional things and customary things, and even really go to great lengths to sacrifice much. But unfortunately for many, that can even turn into a look how much I've done for you, God, as if somehow or another we are going to impress him by our works, as if somehow or another we're going to earn something like maybe even favor from him because we've done these things or sacrificed or given up these things, and yet what is it that God is really after? He's after our devotion to him and to translate the love he has for us into a love flowing out from us toward others. And there's no greater act of mercy to be able to relate the good news of the gospel to a fellow sinner. As we have seen before, Billy Graham saying that the gospel is basically like one beggar telling another beggar where they found bread. So if we recognize who we really are in the eyes of God in this sense and what we've received from him, if we can recognize the degree to which we really believe in, as John says, we have come to know and believe in the love God has for us, if we've come to know and really believe in the love God has for us, that will translate into a love-filled life ready to pour out into the lives of others. In other words, it'll start looking a whole lot like Jesus. I want to challenge you to write down today 10 things that you can say are ways in which Jesus has shown his love to you. 10 ways in which you can see the love of God happening in your life today. And then I want you to take those and turn those into ways in which you can demonstrate that love toward others. I think we need to work on this equation because we can get so wrapped up in all the doing and the sacrifice, all the traditions and the culture, all the things that we think people expect us to be and do and give up for God, that we don't really sound too much unlike the people that Jesus said he'd ever even knew who said, Lord, I did this in your name. Lord, I did that in your name. God forbid, right? So, Do we know him? Do we love him? Have we received his love for us? And are we translating that? Are we equating that into the capacity we have for loving others? If you have an issue with loving others, you really have an issue with receiving the love of God. And I want to challenge you on that today to consider what it looks like to behold what manner of love the Father has lavished upon us. And then to ask yourself whether or not, to examine whether or not, You have a lavishing love for others. Has the hesed of God so enraptured your heart that you just long to love? This is Rob Casey with Go Send Me Global. I hope this is a help to you and something to really consider and think about as you walk through this missions journey together with us. If you have questions about that or would like to talk more, email me at rcasey at gosendme.us. And of course, you can find out more about us on the web, and we'd love to start a conversation with you. That's gosendmeglobal.org. Thanks.